God. God damn it. <laughs> Fucking Greg, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, is there any way you can splice those? Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll just leave this for the bloopers. Well, let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. Welcome, everyone, to Nintendo Podcast, your source for all things Nintendo. I am Eric, a.k.a. Sulior. And this is your favorite neighborhood news anchor, Durka, reporting for duty. And it feels like I'm repeating myself. I wonder why. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of get the sense of deja vu also. Yeah. Oh, boy, man, we got a lot. There's been a lot going on the last couple of weeks since uh, I brought you an episode. So, um, and not only that, there's, I mean, the, you know, it's Pokemon Gen 6. It's pretty recent. So, um, yeah, it's a lot there. But, uh, yeah, um, where do, where do we start? Um, maybe we start and tell Craig to actually do its job instead of leaving and coming back. That was entertaining. Yeah. Um, (laughs) yeah that's when he actually joined in the first place yeah so um yeah hope that was entertaining for you guys so um what you been up to uh you know um working third shift um and trying to bust my butt so that i can get promoted at work and i actually got promoted last week so i start i start my next uh, position at Centos on the 15th of February, where I'm going to go into training, learn how to drive these trucks, and uh, I have to get like a med card and update my driver's license. And basically, the job is a sanus position. So basically, you go in and you spray down buildings, sanitize places, you go and you clean their restrooms with like a Kyvac. So it's a high pressure washer. I know uh, what Kyvacs are with my oh, job. Yeah. So I'm going to be working with one of those high pressure wash the bathrooms and it's gonna be it's gonna be different compared to normal cleaning that i've done um so it's gonna be a better paying job as well so that's pretty exciting so wait Um, where what places are you gonna be going and spraying down a lot of businesses specifically that uh centos has been uh servicing and basically it's a commission job i get 10 percent of each uh building that i that i clean that i do Okay. And it's per all of those per that week. So See, when I week, dealt with Centos in the past, uh, they didn't clean anything. They just came, delivered towels, uh, replaced the floor mats. And then if we needed somebody, if we needed like first aid stuff stocked, they would do that. Mm-hmm. But they never like cleaned the bathroom stores. I wish they did. That would have been nice. Saved yeah, my they, ass from doing it. But they um i think they offer i'm not sure how like recent this is but since covid this is like something they have because we go we go in with a backpack thing mm-hmm. and it's basically like sprays down handles and surfaces and stuff like that because you know the rona and stuff so right you know, right yeah oh, that. yeah that, i guess that makes sense so so it's probably that. not more like restaurants it might be more like offices or offices something. yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah, because that was when I was in the restaurant business, which uh, it's been a few years. Yeah, so. but we're um, so we're I think we're getting rid of that eventually here soon, and now it's just gonna be cleaning like restrooms and stuff. Hmm. And then okay. uh, when that kind of dies down, I'll probably go to four four day week instead of a five day week and get an extra day off. <laughs> so it's always appreciated. Oh yeah, of course. Um, so yeah, I've been up, that's what I've been up to. Um, so yeah, busting my butt, got that promotion last week, which I'm pretty excited. 
Um, yeah, definitely. Congrats. Thank you. Um, the I've been playing as of gameplay. I mean, I've been playing Atlas as usual, but I've also yeah, been playing. I, I kind of noticed. Yep. Um, which actually you have too, haven't you? A little bit. A little bit. Uh, when it didn't crash on me. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I I did hop on with you. Um, mm-hmm. There were a lot of issues. Mm. Um, so I don't know if it's just the fact that you know my system. And I don't have a fight yet. Or I could actually talk. Uh, nice, fancy, kind of combined those words a minute ago. Um, fancy computer. I've still got my Xbox One S. Yep. Um, so I don't know if that was an issue. Well, but um, in the amount of time that I was playing with you, it crashed on me four times. Yeah, Solrim has, has the same Xbox as you do, and he doesn't crash as much. So I don't know. Be honest. Hmm, That's weird. why you kept on crashing. I was like, uh, I don't know how to solve your issue. So <laughs> um the other thing was is it wouldn't always let me fully equip gear. Mm. Um so it kept saying I was cold because of that. Well, yeah, um, you're, you're cold because you're in the winter you're in the you know the winter biome area. Yeah. I mean it, it's cool though. I'm like the first time I played with you, like the scenery's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's really cool looking. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't think I had nearly as many issues that time either. It might have crashed once or twice, but not four times in a two-hour mm-hmm. period. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe well, it was just the server or something. Yeah, because last we were, time uh, we were on the Hive server. Yeah. Uh, plus, there wasn't on uh, the Hive server is less spawn stuff. So like, yeah. we were running around doing trying to get stuff done because you know we had to. We were going to go raiding or something, and then. Uh, Twisted decided he was gonna take your head off or something for, for like no yeah reason. he decapped he sent me to a guillotine yeah and or like um, he well he knocked me out dragged me to a guillotine decapitated me yeah um <laughs> he he was he was thinking he had the right to do that and uh, I was like no wait so that was a hazing thing so what was supposed to happen was so for initiation for the company we're supposed to feed you a rat and then knock you out with clubs. That was our initiation process, but we haven't been yeah. able to do that. So he said, I'm going to initiate him by cutting his head off. I'm like, no. I thought he did that so it would kind of reset my gear issue. No, not at all. Uh, that was just an excuse. Okay. That was just an excuse. So what happened after that, after you got off, I went into that box where all the heads were, and I emptied the whole box and threw all the heads out of the ground. So they despawned. <laughs> so I didn't no. know that was a thing. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. So we have a uh, we have a process in our company where we call it the uh, the wall of shame, and as if you do something super dumb, and we end up cutting your head and we put it on the wall and underneath it we put the reason why. Um, so my head wow. got put on the wall of shame. I was the first person in our company to get put on the wall of shame. Here's the reason: we were sailing on our brig. We were going over to this other island, uh, Brigantine. For all you who don't know what a brig is, a Brigantine. Uh, it's, it's a ship smaller size than the galley. It's got like three sails instead of like six. And um, we were sailing over and they were like, we we're like, okay, we we're planning on taking these barrel bombs and like exploding all the spam so we can like clear and put, put stuff down and build on it so we can attack this base and take the island. And so we we're doing this and Sorum and I, we both, you know, we both get barrels, the explosive barrels and he ends up like putting his barrel away, but I 
I I'm holding mine, and we're getting our ship is being attacked by the the ship of the dam. The NPC ships are attacking us. So I'm thinking, I wonder if I can like, if I could jump in the water, swim with the water barrel like in Sea of Thieves, and try to explode the ship. But then I realized that you can't do that because if you go underwater with the barrel, it'll disappear. It'll despawn. End up back up. Yeah, yeah. Not only oh. that, it would probably uh, if it didn't disappear, it would probably be extinguished and you couldn't light it. Right. Yeah. So what ended up happening was I was like, okay, I need to put this barrel away so I can get a repair hammer to you know help the help repair the ship. So my dumbass, while I was on the on the grog, as Solrim calls it, because I was drinking, um, he was like, we we're trying to figure out the ship, and he was like, do you know how to use a bomb? I'm like, yeah, I know how to use a bomb. I put the barrel on the boat and it starts to tick, 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 tick. And I'm like, shit, shit, shit. So I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck's going on? I'm like, I was like, and I'm like trying to figure out. And, and John's like, why, why, why? And then all of a sudden you just hear this explosion and me and John both die. And Sorum <laughs> is panicking. Half of our back of the ship is gone. And uh, Sorum saved the ship, <laughs> sailed it back to the island. And then, um, you know, we were able to, like, fix the ship, but we were able to put cannons on it. But uh, they cut my head off and put it on the wall of shame because I don't know how to use a barrel bomb. So they now I've been given the nickname uh, Durka Jihadi, quote-unquote, Bakala. That's my... Uh, <laughs> I noticed that in the server. Um, yep. I didn't know what that was about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, Solrim has it on his, uh, on his, on his capture on xbox if you want to see the explosion that's hilarious yeah so my head's on the wall of shame so been doing that um and then uh echo has been great this season we're four and four right now oh, so you started awesome yep. so we're four and four and um so the first two games we lost and then uh-huh. we lost the next two games so we were zero and four and then we won the first we won the next game we won the next game but we won the game, and then it was a forfeit on their side. So they, we won one, we got a forfeit, so we got forty points. And yeah. then in the second game, or the 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 seventh game we played, um, this team we played, they were playing really aggressively, but they were like bunching up and like getting all up in our faces and stuff. Hello. Yep. Oh, okay, my screen just went dark. Um, <laughs> I was like, what the heck's going on? Um, but. We're experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Please stand by as Craig is in, is interfering in my uh, my screens because I'm mad at Craig for you know disappearing on us. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, what ended up happening was they were playing like super bunched up. They were like all over us. They were knocking out our goalie. They were just being a pain in the ass. And so they ended up like beating us in the first the first round, like four to fifteen. Like they had like fifteen, and we had like four points. Um, but we were playing really good in the very beginning, and then I think we like lost our like composure and then just started like losing. So then the next round, I'm like, guys, we need to like they they're playing differently. We can't play we normal the way we normally play. We have to adjust and we have to, you know, we have to beat them. So we were able to finally catch up. It's like neck and neck, and then we get like one point ahead. So it was 10-9 in the second round. We won the second round. And then we're playing the third round, and they Oh my god, it was such a fun game. We ended up beating them like 10 to 4. Like 
score after it was like goal after goal <laughs> after goal and they are able nice. to score like twice on us but we were able to figure out how they play they tended to cherry pick a lot like they'd have a guy like stunning our goalie and like making it so that it'd be easy for them to score on us so i was like i'm just gonna play how i normally play and play back a bit so i ended up like playing mid but then like when i noticed that not all of them were come were like back there defending their own goal I was like, I'm going to head back and like try to protect our goalie as much as possible. And if our goalie was pinned, I'd be able to get the puck and like clear it out. So that was so, so we ended up winning that game as well. So like 10 to four or something like that. So we won that game. It was, it was a fun game. It was really challenging. And I felt like we've we learned a lot that game specifically. Yeah. So then we played. Like a, awesome. Yeah. So we had a game last night. And. So how it, how it goes for our um, for this league is you get your um, what's it called? You get your schedule every Monday, and you have until the Sunday to play those teams, and you have to schedule them. So my job as team captain is to um, literally to contact the other team to contact their captain. You can't. It's technically the captain who's supposed to schedule the the game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had a couple people who are not the captains kind of schedule it, and and then some other captains would like come up to me later and tell me like, "Hey, we can't do this specific day or time," and be like, "Look, trying to contact the team captain and someone else scheduled it. You're responsible, not them. Like, you guys need to get this like under under wraps." So I realized a lot of the teams we're playing are um team to be first teams for the season like they don't know what's going on they probably haven't read the rules type of thing and so this team that we ended up playing yesterday or or we're supposed to play at 7 30 at like seven o'clock the team captain messages me and she's like oh i'm gonna be about half hour late can we schedule it for eight o'clock and i'm like no like you can't just have us reschedule at the last minute she's like okay well i'll get a sub to play for me so i'm like it's like like a league sub because you can get league subs, but you have to like put in a request for it, and then they actually have to be checked out, and like we have to actually know that they're actually league sub. We have to look it up. I'm gonna look it up. I'm the team captain of the other team. I'm not gonna. Right. So we both agreed that it was supposed to be seven thirty, and she never added me on Oculus. And which, speaking of that, I need to remove her off my Oculus because I ended up blocking her. For the bullshit, like literally called me a drama queen and everything in 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 Discord chat because I was trying to make sure the rules were being followed. It's kind of courtesy. Like if you have an appointment for at the dentist or something, if you call that, if you try to reschedule that same day, they fine you for it. Yeah, like it's yeah, it's just common courtesy, man. Like so, inconvenience everybody just because your ass is late. Exactly. So we ended up. Let me actually pull up the VRML page. Um, we were we we're supposed to play this team, and um, we got to uh, shoot. Where is it? Here we go. We uh get to the team page. So we we're supposed. There are team kills or something like that. Something like K I and then capital L L Z lowercase Z. So we were supposed to um. We were supposed to beat them or play them on on Friday at 7.30 p.m. 
Because what happens with my team is I get the schedule on Monday. I plan it out, and I have it scheduled throughout the week. Well, my team can play Wednesday, Thursday, Friday normally, and I try to schedule those three days for games. And if I can't get a, a game on those days, then you know, th- then that's pretty much it because some of them can't play on Tuesday, some of them can't play on Monday, and some of them can't play on the weekends. So I try to get them going literally like those three same days. So so far, if you look at our schedule, I have games have been going. I've been Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. I haven't have a single game that is on Saturday. So if I have any team that like schedules to play us or something on like on a specific like day that's not a normal day i won't like accept it um but i think our team has been pretty good we're at i wonder what standings we are right now to be honest um we're 121st currently nice of the u.s so we we ended up at top 100 last season so oh space bears Cool. Space Bears? Yeah, it's one of our sister teams. Mm. Yeah. So who all from the Hive is on the team? So on our team, we have, here's our current roster. So it's me as the captain. Bimeo, uh, Bohemian Buff is my co-captain. Uh, Renegade Lemon is our goalie. And then we have uh, Anthony Huffman as one of our subs. And then Fudge is our, is our uh, backup uh striker um so actually what i'll do is i'll send you our uh i'll go ahead and post this in here so you can see it um that's our team page and each of us actually have like a uh, specific player card that you can look at it's pretty cool um weird i went away for a minute or something i don't know yeah but uh yeah we did we did pretty good last last two games we uh Really kicked butt our last two games, so, um, yeah, but the uh the forfeits that we had to go with recently wasn't that great, but, um, but yeah, they uh they were like, yeah, well, well, I need to like wait like a half hour is okay if we show up like at like uh at like eight o'clock instead, and I said no, you can't, like I'm not gonna tell my team that at the last minute like they're not gonna it's gonna be frowned upon that's not gonna happen right so she was like okay i'll get some subs to play so i was curious i was like i'm gonna look at their at their roster because i want to make sure that they actually have the subs to play right so i look at their at their roster and there's only four people so i i contacted her again i said look you don't have five people you only have four you're gonna have to play with those three because we're not gonna go back on the time we agreed on at the last minute that's not happening sorry so she called me a freaking drama queen. And then from there it was like, no, we're going to have someone like join the team or something. And I need you to add this guy, some guy named ghost or something. So I tried to add him. I couldn't find him. Uh, couldn't add him onto the game. Um, and then, so it's seven 30. I'm sitting here waiting and I'm talking to the mods, trying to figure out what the heck am I supposed to do? And they're like, you did everything you're supposed to do. You're supposed to call him out on discord. You're supposed to contact them. You're supposed to do all this stuff. It becomes eight o'clock, and according to the rules and the mods, they're like, "You guys got your your forty points. You guys got that forfeit, and you guys won." And you did everything right according to the rules, and they failed on their part. Comes around eight thirty, 
the team captain decides to contact me and and say, yo, get on. I'm like, no, the game's over like an hour ago. What the hell are we talking about? And she's like, she's like, no, I didn't forfeit. I was like, yes, you did. According to the rules, you forfeited. And she was like, no, we didn't. My people have been trying to add you this whole entire time. I'm like, bullshit. Like, your own team even messaged me telling me you didn't. Like, so literally, like, her her teammates, like, the two people that were on her team were like, fuck her, and just left. Like, completely <laughs> left her team and disbanded the whole entire team. And the, the actual, like, mods were like, well, I'm giving the hive forty points then, because nice. that was a waste of that was a waste of your time. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, yeah, we got an easy forty points, which it sucked because it's it's that kind of thing in a league like this that shouldn't happen. Like, if you're gonna be in a league that is, you know, quote unquote professional, like you're supposed yeah. to act professionally, like, and you get Try people doing that in non esports, like actually... right physical sports yeah try that on an actual like hockey team or a soccer team or something like you can't actually do that like if you're gonna be in a league play by the rules and be responsible right. if you're not get the fuck out like seriously why they're there in the first place right to avoid so, stuff like that i'm talking to my team about this last night right and we're talking through through facebook messenger and we're talking and stuff and we're trying to figure out what our like nicknames are or whatever and i was like i am the overlord i take care of all the bullshit that comes our way <laughs> <laughs> and they're all laughing and they're like yeah Durka, we don't know how what we would do without you because that would stress the shit out of us i'm like and you don't think it stresses me out i have to sit there and deal with this shit while while we're getting ready for a game and then when we play and if i'm stressed out i don't play well and if you guys are stressed out you don't play well so that's why i'm trying to take much of this on my own so that you guys don't have to deal with it so my co-captain buff was just like yeah, dude, I hear you. Like, thank you for taking care of that. But I was like, to the point last night, I was like, if they do up sending up, showing up at eight o'clock, I literally will sit out. I will make sure someone else plays plays for me because I'm not going to be able to deal with them, especially if I can't handle them like on private message. I can't deal with them this way. Right. So I'm glad that was taken care of. Uh, Monday, I'm the people I'm supposed to play. I'm going to message them and I'm going to say, look. Here are the times we can play. I expect you to add me. Here's the here's how you add me. And then I expect that you're ready at least a half hour before the game starts. If not, we're going to have an issue. So I'm going to make sure that <laughs> any person that plays our team, they need to be able to follow the rules because it's it's retarded. Like one of the the team that we were like like we we had like a hard time beating but we were able to beat. They um some of the players on their team started to bitch and complain because we were using the colors that were given to us. So when you go on to, when you go to look at your match or whatever, go to my matches here. <laughs> when you go to the actual like matches area, um, I don't think I have any available currently. Um, okay. So for example, if you go to the actual page, for example, I'm going to use, um, I'm going to use uh, a game that happened on Wednesday um, between Mini Face Gods and AFK Attack, um, which I think AFK Attack won that game. Um, <laughs> AFK, so blue means you're away and orange means you're home. And 
so what ended up happening was we were we were the away team and we were supposed to be blue well this team were like some other players were like no we want to be we want to be blue you guys be orange i'm like the page says we're 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 blue and they're like doesn't matter i'm like uh it does like if it's on the page there's a reason it's there follow the fucking rules like it literally is like it's so annoying just be the color that the page wants you to be if you're orange get on the orange team home is right. always orange so i talked to their team captain because she was actually like level-headed and i was like look the the vrml page says you guys are orange please get your team onto the orange team let's mute each other and let's play our game so she was like okay thank you for <laughs> thank you for like talking to me because the captains are supposed to be the ones talking that's another thing in the rules. The captains are the ones who are responsible for all the scheduling and all the other bullshit. So, um, so yeah, Echo, um, and then of course Atlas, which I've taken a couple days off from playing Atlas, to be honest. Really? Uh, yes, I have. Um, I actually decided to watch some uh, some shows on Amazon. Uh, uh, okay. As much as I don't want to watch stuff on Amazon, but I've been watching stuff on Amazon. Um, and... I've been uh, considering playing some Mountain Blade, so I'm going to play some of that tonight. I think or one of those is free on Game Pass right now. Mountain Blade is, I think so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been watching WandaVision. Like, I'm caught up on that, and holy shit, man. Is that good? Yes. Yes, it's very good. Nice. Um, it, you're, it, you know, it starts out like, you know, old like 50s 60s sitcoms you kind of watch and then there's little clues here and there of okay something's not right and then this last episode they really kind of answered some questions and then i want to say there's like six more episodes left five or six more episodes yeah so it's kind of yeah something somebody's a little nuts Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I've been playing a lot of stuff too. Um. Hopefully, Discord won't freeze on me again. Something's been going on where, like, I won't hear anything for a little bit, and then it'll come back. Oh, interesting. Um. I don't know if it's something wrong on my end or if it's just Discord in general. I don't know. Um. So I'll I'll start with the non Nintendo. So I've actually been playing quite a bit of Nintendo stuff too. Oh. But um, I finished. Uh, cyberpunk with my main character i've since started two more characters so the one i was playing with was a male street kid hmm. and i finished the game i did all of i did a bunch of side quests and then i did all of the character side stories and then i'm like okay need to i i want to actually see what the end game's like so that you get to a point where it's like okay from this point on, you know, there's no turning back. You gotta can you gotta finish the story. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I first came to that. I don't think the main story is really all that long, mm. but there's so much other stuff to do that you can just spend tons and tons of hours on it. I know um is that Captain Logan from Robots's Cyberpunk lore cast mm. said he spent 144 hours before he finally finished everything. So, um, 
Yeah, by the time I finished with this story, it was 56 hours, I think. Oh, okay. So, I mean, there's still tons of side quests. There's, um, I can, you know, there's tons of cars that I can still buy and everything else. But um, the thing with this is, is the story has a definitive ending. Uh-huh. So, like, it, it ends. Your story ends. I'm not going to say how because there's tons of different there's tons of ways you can end the game. Like there's at least there's three paths you can choose, plus everything that you did leading up to it kind of affects what ending you get. I want to say there's a total of seven different endings, mm-hmm. but I'd say I got probably the best one. But it'll when you finish, it'll take you back to that last point where it says from this point on, there's no turning back. So everything you did after that, you know, it, it won't, you know, register. Uh-huh. Aside from the fact that it gives you a couple of um, legendary uh, cyberware yeah. that you can install. So, I mean, they do give you that. And then you can go and experience the other endings if you want to. But still, at the same time, everything you did past that point, like your level up, whatever your gear that you gain while you're finishing the game, you won't get that back. Huh. So, so sorry, sorry to interrupt you here for a second. No, you're fine. But uh, uh, it's been a while since I've done the uh, Dan Keeping Podcast for me cast. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of my sponsors over there um, had emailed me this morning um asking me if i was interested in getting a queen ant and a test tube with some workers in the mail so i was like yeah dude of course i'm excited for that yeah send it over so i i finally got the email back i've been like waiting all day for this email and i guess he sent it back like almost right away but i never saw it and <laughs> so i'm asking i'm like well what species is it and it's a masor structure i think that's how you pronounce it because you can tell I'm I'm really bad at pronouncing ant names. But no, that's like Japanese and dwarven for me. Yeah, but like <laughs> I'm looking it up right now just out of curiosity, and it seems like they're they're a European harvester ant, supposedly. Oh, okay. But how? What I want to know is how did he get a European harvester ant? Like, where's this guy from? He's from Utah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna have to message him and be like, I mean, I don't mind you sending me a harvester ant in the mail. I mean, you can technically, but it's not an American species. Yeah, it's it's, it's foreign. So you get in trouble foreign. for that. I get in trouble if I let it go. So, huh? Interesting. Cool. Speaking well, of which, when is that show coming back? Yeah, I've been I've been debating on when. Um, I was supposed to have a couple couple episodes um ready to go but i've been kind of busy with you know with some other stuff and the atlas podcast is coming back too um i got a co-host for that already i'm just trying to really like, yeah co-host. okay yep he's part of the company so pretty cool dude from uh, Canada. Okay. yeah yep he's one of our uh one of our admins and uh he lives up in canada so it's gonna be pretty good um probably going to be a lot of drinking and uh and pirate talk so <laughs> that's the best part right <laughs> best part right um but we're we're gonna talk more about it i think sometime next week about if we're gonna keep the name or if we're gonna change the name or if we're gonna like how the format's gonna be 
there's a lot of content for Atlas that has happened, and there's more content coming out. Um, yeah. so that also helps. But I'm, keep the name and everything. You've already got branding with all. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still I'm still debating. I'm gonna ask him what he thinks on it. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking about getting the the Ant Keeping podcast back up in March. I think that's when I'll watch the next one. Okay. I'm supposed to interview Corporal Nosage. Um, yeah, whenever that happens. Yeah, we're supposed to do an episode together because he does pest control. Right. And we want to interview him for like to see why he does that and like any fun stories. Yeah, I remember him talking about that on the birthday episode. Yeah, so. So, um anyway, uh, like I said, I now have two other characters. I, you know, my first character was a male street kid and, you know, certain character side stories like you can only romance so certain people based on that so um along with the uh, background so i created a female corpo something mm-hmm. like kind of like the opposite of what i had and then i also made a male nomad because i really liked the whole nomad side story with pan am so i made a nomad also so i've been playing that um Played a lot of ESO because they had a free um, ESO Plus trial, like the subscription mm-hmm. thing. So I will be talking about that on my Elder Scrolls show. And then let's see, what else did I play that's not Nintendo? Um, I play. I just started a uh, Mass Effect game. So I've never played Mass Effect, but everybody on... Firewriters Discord has been talking about that. So I was like, hey, you know, it's free on Game Pass. Why not? So um, that I believe is all that I played with my Xbox. So let's talk about Nintendo. Yeah. So, um, you know, I got Mario 3D All Stars, right? I think you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. We we mentioned that. So I have this kind of OCD thing where I want to play stuff in order. Oh, so, like, <laughs> so, you know, I, I get this and, you know, it sometimes it makes sense if it's like a like the series as a whole story, but um, it didn't really make sense with this. So I was playing Mario 64 quite a bit and then I kind of stopped and but I'd never played Sunshine or Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? I'm kind of, you know, limiting myself. Oh, you know what? I also was playing um, God of War. That was oh, cool. Um, yeah, I played a little bit of God of War. I killed the Hydra and all that. Nice. Fun. Um, anyway, back to Mario. So I started playing Mario Sunshine. Mm-hmm. And that was, that's been pretty fun. I think I'm up to like eight blue coins and like five or six of the little, you know, star things or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So, um, but I noticed that my right joy con was getting a little bit of drift. So it was making some of the puzzles a little difficult mm-hmm. because the right one controls the camera. So I was having trouble aiming with that little water thing on your back. Yeah. So I actually picked up a pair of Nyko like fake dualies. They're like fake Joy-Con basically. Because mm-hmm. they have the rumble feature, they have motion control and all that. It took me a bit to figure out how to sync them to my switch. 
because I guess there actually is like a sync button and I didn't realize it. Yeah. But, um, and it, it's fine. My biggest problem is that they don't attach to the switch, hmm. which if they did, that probably would have saved me a lot of trouble, but <laughs> yeah, it comes with, you know, one type C cord for two joy cons. <laughs> So, um, but I mean, what's it, it's fine for what it is. I mean, and the drift isn't extreme. It's just a little bit here and there. So I have them if I need it. Yeah. Um, so I was playing that. And then today I actually played a little bit of Galaxy for the first time. Oh, so that's that's been fun. I've been enjoying that. I've never played. Like I said, I'd never played either before. I've always been more of a Zelda fan than Mario. But I know everybody was raving over Galaxy. And I got to say, though, the whole, you know, running around on this little, you know, three-dimensional sphere, that can get a little disorienting. Yeah. If you're running, like, upside down on the bottom of the world. Um, But it is fun. Um, I've met Rosalina, even though I don't think she's told me what her name is yet. Um, And I got one more thing here. So I did the whole series on Fire Emblem without ever really playing a Fire Emblem game. I know you've played a little bit of Three Houses. Yeah, a little bit. But the first two games were never available in the U.S. or outside of Japan, really. But, you know, not that long ago, the first game, Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light, became available on a Switch. Uh, for the first time outside of Japan. So I actually picked that up. Yeah. So I've been playing a little bit of that. And I I know like the later games are probably completely different. But this first game, I kind of compared to chess. Mm-hmm. Where you're on a map and each character has their own like kind of roles. Like yeah. you have your archers. You've got your characters that are on horses with a lance. You've got tank sword guy you know knights and then there's marth mm-hmm. um well there's also archer guys which can only attack people diagonally but then you got marth mm-hmm. and marth is kind of the king piece if he dies game over and the other thing with this is that once characters are defeated in battle they don't come back yeah so yeah i'd kind of um it's a lot like chess, and I did beat the first map, and I'm now on a second map. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's cool. Um, for, I like I said, it it never been available before, and I, if I'm understanding correctly, it is only available for a limited time because Nintendo they mm-hmm. just love to do that sort of thing. I don't know why. It's I think it's kind of dumb. Yeah. Why, especially for something digital, why would you limit, you know, the availability of something digital? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, now I can say I've played some Fire Emblem. Interesting. So, and it's it's six bucks on the eShop, and I had like three dollars worth of gold coins. So nice. Okay, I'm thinking, why not? I'm thinking about getting back into Animal Crossing. Um... Yeah, um, I think I mentioned in the last episode that I played a little bit of Animal Crossing for the first time in like three months. Yeah, one of the and people... uh, your villagers will tell you it's been three months. Yeah, however long it's been. 
Speaking of that, um, I have a friend of mine that I play Atlas with. She's in a different company, and she streams on Twitch, but she streams like Atlas, she streams Call of Duty, and she streams um, Animal Crossing. Have I met her in chat before? Um, I, I don't think so. Um, okay. But I had like wonder if I bought it digitally or if I, I had get my switch out. Um, like I literally saw her say something on her Instagram and I like said, Oh cool, I need to you know hop in Animal Crossing with you. And she's like, Wait, what? You play Animal Crossing? I'm like, Yeah, I play Animal Crossing. I think it's it just been, had like, message recently, yeah. didn't it? Probably. I don't have online anymore for, for my Switch. I uh, just canceled it. Uh, I wasn't playing it as much, but um, I wonder if my Switch even is charged. <laughs> this is this is how you know you don't play Switch as much, as you don't have it charged. Yeah, it's not even charged. <laughs> I'll have to plug it in later. Uh, actually, no, I think it might plug in still. Yep, it's plugged in. Put it on the dock. Okay. I'll have something to do later. Um, but I um, uh, I told her, yeah, I play Animal Crossing, and I told her about Chaz, and I told her about you, and I was like, let me find a place at Animal Crossing again. And I was like, I wonder what happens when I go and visit my uh, my island. They're probably gonna be like, "Where you been? It's been like six months since you've been here." Blah blah. blah yeah, blah, blah. Right. It, it will be, and your place will be completely overrun with weeds. Great. But yeah, they're like, "Oh my god, you know, do, you know." That, well, I have this character on my island named Louie. He's all about like working out, and he's like, "Hey, you know, do you have a great, you know?" Workout trip, or you know, how you know, were you just working out the whole time? What? No, you weren't. Okay, well, you need to get back at it, or something. and he kind of pooh bears it where he runs around with a shirt and no pants. Yeah, um, he he can be kind of annoying, but um, there was another character that I completely forgot that I had. Um, there's a little pink dog, I can't, more, I want to say her name is like Cookie or something like that, but. I'm like, oh, you know, now I got little, two little dogs running around my island. Yeah. But uh, I think you can you can build snowmen since it's, you know, wear out and there's snow falling. You can mm-hmm. catch snowflakes. Oh, cool. I don't think I actually did, but I've seen people do that. Yeah. Um, my Switch yeah, is charging right now. <laughs> a couple of characters told me exactly how long it had been since I'd been there. Yeah, I'm curious. But I um yeah, it's been a while. I told her I was gonna play it again and probably see if I can convince Wayne to play it. I mean Chaz. Oops. Um but yeah, I uh but yeah, that's pretty much it for gameplay, I think. Yeah, um, I think so. And we haven't even gotten to the news yet. I know. Oh boy. Um so yeah, why don't we get into the news unless first thing and uh there's an article in the usa today um fact check as you know there's a lot of stuff going on with fact checks these days um anyway fact check fake news fact check fact check your fact check bro um but anyway fact check nintendo did not sue a nine-year-old boy for creating a cardboard console so the claim Nintendo sued a young boy and his family for $200 million for creating a cardboard Nintendo Game Boy. As families have been stuck at home due to the coronavirus, 
or a coronavirus pandemic, the Nintendo Switch became one of the most popular tech products of 2020. The viral Facebook meme claims a nine-year-old boy named Paco Guterres. Uh, I I didn't butcher your name, sir. Guterres. Guterres. Yeah. Um, always wanted a Nintendo, but couldn't afford one. So he created his own cardboard console, quote-unquote, and faced with a lawsuit. What's wrong with people? Like, suing nine-year-old boys. What's wrong with you, Nintendo? He's been... Using his creativity with the help with his uncle, he made a cardboard Super Super Mario game. Posted on YouTube, and the in the viral the video went viral. Reads a January twenty fifth Facebook post from the page Dank Meme. Thanks to the video, Nintendo CEO Doug Bowser personally traveled to Venezuela to give Paco a cease and desist order and sue his family for two hundred million dollars. So going down further, it looks like the the cardboard game uh, may be real. The cardboard console seen in the meme may have been created by a boy in Venezuela named Ruben, not Paco. The the Ruben posted a video of his creation to social media in 2018. He created the console with whatever he could find in the house, according. Uh, according to the Mirror in a August 2018 story. However, the hoax I noticed notes on Twitter on January 25th that there's not much evidence that a boy named Ruben actually created the game. The earliest version of the video appears in, t- in July 26, 2018. Instagram post by a rapper named Big Torino or Truino. Trino wrote in the caption, the game was made by a Venezuelan kid who congregates the same church as me. His name is Ruben. According to Hoaxi, the artist did not live in Venezuela. So there is actually no Nintendo lawsuit. Part of the story uh, involving legal action is a fabrication. There is no actual evidence of a cease and desist order of 200 million lawsuit. And Nintendo America confirmed in January 29th statement to the USA Today that the lawsuit is not true. So don't <laughs> believe everything you see on the internet, boys and girls. Wow. All right. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, so another thing in the news is that the Nintendo Switch Pro name reportedly has been revealed thanks to a Brazilian journalist named PH Brazil. On social plat on a social media platform, suggesting the new um the new Switch version will not be called the Nintendo Switch Pro, but the Super the Super Switch, which certainly makes more sense in the content of Nintendo's name tradition and patterns. Unfortunately, PH Brazil doesn't divulge from from else of consequence because of the machine. But as you may know, this is not the first time the quote unquote Super Switch has been thrown around. Last Has there year, been any proof that this actually exists? I have no idea. I'm just reading what I see. <laughs> no, I know. I'm, and, you know, I really hope that all true because there's been rumors for what, like two years. I just yeah. want to know where all this information's coming from. Like, Me where too. are people getting that they're this thing is even a thing? Right. Um. Well, we'll kind of go into that a little bit later because there's something I want to make a point of. Um. Okay. Last year, the insider. Um, Tyler McVicker referred to the next switch, the next switch model as the Super Switch, which that'd be a cool name for a switch, in my opinion. Um, as yeah, always, no, I, I think, uh, yeah, that, that's yeah. better than Switch Pro, right? 
which if it was a super switch i would totally buy it because shit that's awesome but anyway as always take everything here with a grain of salt or two not only yeah. not only nothing here information of the official variety there's also subject to change as saying does things change in game development all the time but it implies with marketing as well further it's unclear how much is inside knowledge versus speculation good point according to comic book slash gaming so um all show notes will be in the and sh- all of these links will be in the show notes if anybody wants to read these um apex legends comes to switch on february if i can open up there it is okay yep. february uh, apex legends comes to the switch on the 2nd of february so here in a couple oh, cool so i haven't played that but i know a lot of people yeah. like that so it's coming out on tuesday i'm i'll probably get it and play it on the switch because yeah yeah why not yeah is it free yeah it's free okay so i want to say Ah, okay. Because you can buy like physical copies at the store for mm-hmm. like 10, 20 bucks, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a game that's coming out. Uh look forward to that. I I for sure will be looking forward to it. I mean, I'm not the biggest battle royale person. Like I'm huh. really not, even with Fallout 76, but yeah, I mean I'll I'll try it. Yep. Uh, another article from Nintendo Life: Astral Chain is not fully owned by Nintendo, so it's Platinum Games. Mm. So that, that uh, article will also be in the show notes if you want to read about that. And then Pokemon rumor resurfaces. So I don't know if you remember, but there was a rumor back in like 2019 that. Um, that the Pokemon Pearl and Diamond remakes might be coming out. Yeah, I've talked about this myself recently. Yeah, so that's going to be also... You know, any social media post that people put out there, or that Pokemon puts out there, everybody's like, where's my Sinnoh remakes? Where's my Diamond and Pearl remakes? Right. It will happen, guys. Just be patient. Exactly. Why wouldn't they? They've already remade through Gen 3. So just keep your pants on. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure they're working on it, but now there's you know they've discontinued the 3ds and all that. So it, they're trying to make it compatible with the Switch. Exactly. Um, before I go into this next uh, specific article from Nintendo Life, I'm actually gonna basically there's a article from PC Mag uh, that I found interesting as well. Um, Epic Games beats Nintendo as the world's most popular gaming company. I uh, I don't. Agree I find with that. that really hard to believe. Yeah, I find that hard to believe as well. Um, <laughs> I don't know how many people really care for Epic Games with all their exclusivity deals and all that. But. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm sure DL Gaming can. I mean, download or whatever they're, they're called. I'm not gonna um, lie though. I have bought some stuff or gotten some of their free giveaways. From yeah. There. I every time I log in on my computer, like if something pops up that looks interesting, I don't I like I download it and keep yeah, it up. Like so if I want to play it, I'll play it. But Borderlands from there, Jurassic World Evolution, uh, GTA Five. Now, yeah. have I played these things? No, not really, not yet. So, I, well, I did play a bit of GTA Five, but I didn't know how to drive because any game that I play were. I'm usually either running on foot or I'm riding a horse, not something as fast as a car. Yeah. Cyberpunk has changed that, so I may actually 
be able to do better now? So, so they have a map of the world, and what it is is basically it has the world's most popular gaming brands: Epic, Epic Games, Nintendo, GameLoft, Atari, and Activision. Okay, those are the five that they have on here. And this is according to PC Mag. What happened to Steam? Isn't Steam like up there too? Like what the heck is up? Valve. There? Yeah, you would yeah. think. So it shows. It's really weird how they have the map. Like it has the United States map, like off to the side, but it's like the U.S. and Canada, like super small, and then like Antarctica is like very small, off to the very very bottom left hand side. And then, like, South America is all grayed out, and it's all Epic Games. Epic Games all the way to Mexico. But then it's, like, it's the Switch, and it's, like, 3DS in Canada. That's... Well, what about Xbox? What about PS4? I mean, X, not PS4. What Microsoft about, and Sony? Yeah, what happened to Microsoft and Sony? Like, like I, I understand this is, like... <laughs> This is a Nintendo podcast, but looking at this thing, it's like, what happened to everything else? This is just Epic Games and Nintendo, GameLoft, Atari, and Activision. What I wonder to if me? it's just if it has to do with like more outside the U.S. and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, I'm sure there's more people in the U.S. that play PC games and Sony and, and Xbox games than there is Nintendo. I don't think every, I don't think there's a lot of you know. I don't think it's just Nintendo players you know it just doesn't make any sense right but i mean i understand that they're what they're coming from but at the same time i don't think this is credible i'm sorry i disagree yeah i i don't know because i know people i talk to don't really care for epic but i don't know that's just jason cohen from uh pc um yeah from pc pc meg Sorry, bud, but I disagree with your article. Well, I don't know. Maybe it has to do with those free giveaways. So maybe it's just it has to do with the downloads that they get from those. Well, according to the article, he's saying with the world still deep in the COVID-19 pandemic, people are gaming more than ever ever before while they're stuck inside their homes. Notes the changes in, in purchasing patterns over the last year, according to businessfinancing.co.uk. Turn to Google uh, Keyword Planner, measure search volume by country, and reduce from what is the favorite uh, favorite gaming company. So I guess it's according to Google and searching, but this is based off of the United, the United Kingdom. Um, and it's literally like when you type in stuff on Google, like gaming company, yeah, Epic has a lot of stuff, but so does Steam. Like, right. And how much do you want to bet you're not going to get anything from Xbox? Like, what's what's the? Yeah, I'm going to actually do this myself. I'm going to go to Google right now, which I don't like going to Google, but I'm going to go to Google right now and I'm going to type in what is it? Um, changes over the last year. Uh, turn to Google Word Planner, measuring the search volume by a country reduced that the world's favorite. What's the, what's the search? Like, what am I supposed to be searching? Like, what's my favorite gaming company? I don't... I mean, I get like, top-rated game companies. Okay, according to softwaretestinghelp.com, uh, top 10 gaming company... Uh, yeah, top 10 game 
uh, companies trending in 2021, the the number one is it's not Nintendo actually. It's um Zero Game Studio, Paris, France. So that's Unreal Engine. So Unreal Engine, yeah, Unreal, um, Unreal Engine development. It's the ones that make um, shoot, Unreal. Yeah, um, popular uh, games: yeah, like Battle Dawn, Wanderer, Frankenstein, Pat the Dog, um, Zero Game Studio. Yeah, second like one is, is Unreal. Yeah, second one is um, is is EA. Second one is EA. Um, <laughs> Oh, people talk a lot of shit about you. Right. But, uh, I mean, I like The Sims, so I can't that much. Right. Um, number three. Yes. Yeah. Number three in uh, in the whole world for best gaming companies is uh, Nintendo. So I don't, I don't, I don't see um, freaking Epic Games on this list. Number four is Ubisoft. No. Number five is Sony. Number six is Activision. Number seven is is Epic Games. All right, come on. Like, number eight is Gameloft. Number nine is Square Enix. Number ten is Bungie. Yeah. So they have top ten. Bungie kind of surprises me. Yeah. So, like, yeah, like I said before, sorry, Jason Cohen, but you're wrong. Um, You're wrong. (laughs) But that's my opinion. Sue me. Anyway, um... But going back to play Destiny, so I guess Spongy doesn't really surprise me. Right, but you know, going back to um to Nintendo stuff, um, Mm -hmm. where do you admit Switch was a make or break product for Nintendo after poor performance of the Wii U? I totally agree with him. Yeah, I've never had a Wii U. Um, The only reason why I would get one is for Twilight Princess and uh, Wind Waker. Maybe Mario Maker one and Splatoon one. Yeah, but um, the reason the reason I brought this up was because of what's been going on with stocks lately and with GameStop <laughs> and everything else. Yeah. So for those who are listening, I'm sure probably most of you know what's going on, and if you do not know what's going on, um, read so the news. Ba- <laughs> yes, read the news. Um, so I'm gonna kind of do my best to explain what is going on here. So these hedge funds, the people who are in control of, of Wall Street, of the stock market, all of them are like GameStop is failing, which we all know that GameStop hasn't been doing good for years. No. And so they started to do this. They started to borrow money to, to literally bet against it so that GameStop would fail. Okay? <laughs> and so the people were like, nah, bitches, like, they decided to go and invest money to invest into GameStop so that it'd be a competitor against Amazon. They had because, some sort of weird thing that they were going to do where they were going to make each individual store its own concept. I don't know whatever came of that. I don't know but, either, but I really yeah. hope that they do something with it because I think like, they just need to go to straight merchandising because nobody really goes there to buy games because even they're unless they've been out for years they're not going to drop the price that much, even if they're used. Like you get a used game that's been out for a couple of years and it's maybe $10 cheaper than a new game. Right. But 
here here's here's what here's what's going here's what's going on here's what i understand um the guy who joined the board of gamestop recently and the one who like kind of got this going what he's trying to do what he what the plan is technically is to compete against amazon because amazon has the monopoly and what's what's going on right now in the whole political realm which i know we decided we weren't going to talk about political stuff but everything is political these days yeah what's going on is gamestop is trying to compete against amazon third good that, luck good luck and i'm rooting for them like i really am that's why when i when i saw this i was like okay this is interesting because you can get groceries on amazon you can't get groceries with gamestop true but i could also take my ass to to the store and also buy them myself yeah right so the fact is when you when you look at what's going on with this is people okay people on both sides of the aisle are getting together to fight against wall street this is amazing yeah this is what's getting me excited like like i i really like this is really amazing so like looking at this i was looking into the the stocks when it came to nintendo because like chaz has stocks in nintendo but i didn't really have anything i have like i have um uh, i have bitcoin i, spent, I don't like, have stock in anything myself um but i mean <laughs> it, it, it's it's risky business it um, is it is risky um so what's what's going on here is i went to look and because of what's going on everything with with the switch and with like the super switch that's you know eventually will be coming out um and with like all the sales because we saw like during the holiday season we saw what everything that was going on um with animal with crossing that. yeah animal crossing um and I was like, okay, there's got to be. I have an article here somewhere about this. Let me find it. But mm, so basically, kind of looking at it, like all these people were like, no, we're going to invest into GameStop, and we're not going to sell the stock. We're going to hold it. That's why you see the the quote, you know, hold the line on social media, is because people are like, no, we're not going to sell the stock to. To save the people that head, they're control the hedge funds, they're going to get bailed out by the government probably. But it's 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 interesting and it's exciting yeah. to see. Like it really. I is. was listening to GameStack podcast talk about this yesterday when they were recording their episode live, mm -hmm. and well, since then it, this also has to do with the Robinhood app. Yep, because the Robinhood app gives the common man the ability to buy stock from their phone like mm -hmm. when they never had that option before yep so all these people were buying they had uh stock in gamestop and they were like everybody was just bandwagon just watching it mm -hmm. and then wall street decided to block gamestop from being able to trade on the Robinhood app. Mm -hmm. and so, that's legal. yeah, they're basically like, fuck you guys. You're not going to be able to make money off of this anymore. Plus, one percenters are, gonna, are going to do it. Right. So, yeah, there's a lot of controversy. Yeah, so there, it's a lot that's going on. And 
I was curious. I'm like, okay, let me look at Nintendo stock because, you know, doing a show on Nintendo and being invested in it, I was like, okay, I need to see what's going on with Nintendo and if there, if there's like a legitimacy of me actually like getting involved with it or not, you know. Um, so I was kind of looking at it, and we know what happened with like all the sales that they had during. I had like an article. I don't know where I, where it's at. Um. It was like a reason for me to actually buy stock and but going back to like quarter three and quarter two, I think for Nintendo, they like actually I could just look at my actual stock because I actually bought stock in Nintendo actually recently. Um because it went down to like 70 something for her stock, and I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and buy it now. Um but there was all those sales. I actually was I was literally reading this the other day to Kylie. Um, um Okay, so the company here's I guess here's one part I can read about it. Is the company also made an important overdue switch to digital sales from the zero several years ago? Uh Nintendo grew digital sales to 25% of all go- game software. From 2019 and 47% in the in the six months ending in, two, in September 2020, that number grew over time and can approach between 60 and 70% within a few years. Importantly, the digital sales come with much higher margins. On a game that might sell $60 or shift from physical to digital, might capture about five to ten gross margin. That was previously lost to retail middlemen and the physical cost of goods sold. So like just seeing like the like the growth and seeing what everything that's been going on with it. I was thinking it might be it might be good for me to buy a stock in Nintendo now and then knowing what's coming up could raise that and I could make money off of it. Hmm. Um another one to look at. Uh, for anybody here that's interested in, in getting in getting involved in this is AMC, the the movie theater. Um, there's talk on Reddit about um, about them trying to do the same to to AMC, the movie the movie place. And yeah. I think when the market opens up on Monday, it's going to skyrocket. I so, don't even think that AMC around here is open. Right yeah, now. They're, like, they're pretty much like. Because of all the quarantine, but states are right. starting to open back up again here. Yeah, it's um, like you know, just block every other seat. That's what they do at the school. Right. You know, just tape every other seat up so people can't sit in it. Yeah. So, kind of looking at it, it looks like um, it looks like because of everything that's like supposedly AMC stock is supposed to skyrocket. Um, <laughs> I hope so. Like we need movie theaters back. We do. Just and... people need to not be crazy and you know. Yeah, I bought like $120 worth of AMC stock just because of what's happening, and I think it's going to skyrocket. Um, and then um, my Bitcoin, I spent 50 bucks on Bitcoin and made like double that already. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so just like stuff like this. Um, there's even like another cryptocurrency that's like super cheap right now as well. Um, just stuff like that. But, um, Whoa, dog's going crazy back. Dumper, there. knock it off. <laughs> um, but there's um oh hey. Damn it, Craig, quit dropping the ball. Yeah, dude. Um like, really. 
Okay, so let's take advantage of this while he's here. Yes, but before that, sales and deals. If you want to get 50% off of Dead Sales to celebrate the Fatal Falls DLC release, now is the time from 127 to 210 until 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. All right, your turn. Go. <laughs> All <laughs> I'll right. Be a drink. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, you're good. So uh, we are here to talk, like the main point of this episode was to talk about Gen 6. Uh, Pokemon Gen 6, but uh, all this news happened, so we had to get that out of there. So, Pokemon X and Y came out in 2013 for the 3DS. And these are the first games to come out on the 3DS. So there was definitely a graphic overhaul. So much more so than between Gen 4 and Gen 5 and Gen 3 and Gen 4. Like, they really upped the graphics here. So, yeah, they were first announced in January of 2013 by former Nintendo president Satoru Iwata through a Nintendo Direct. So, they were finally released in October, uh, worldwide in October of January 2013, making them the first Nintendo-published retail games to have a simultaneous global release in all key regions. Yeah, you know how... Earlier, they'd be in earlier generations, they were released, you know, a month or so before in Japan before the rest of them were. So this uh, this uh, generation, the region is Kalos and it's based off of France. So it follows the a young trainer and his friends. So. This also follows the trend where your rival is a group of your friends, not so much an enemy. So there's, I think, three people that you run around with in this uh, gen. So X and Y introduced 72 new Pokemon species, and it includes a new uh, type, the fairy type. So previous games, there were no, there was no fairy type, and they created the fairy type to kind of balance out the dragon type. So dragons were kind of OP and now they have counter the way they did with dark and psychic. So also this gen introduced a new gimmick where it is mega evolving. So mega evolution was introduced. So it's some, it's kind of like a temporary new evolution. So, Certain Pokemon will Mega Evolve during battle if you have a Mega Stone and, you know, the Pokemon that goes along with it. So, and it only lasts that battle. So, it, you know, if your Pokemon Mega Evolves, it doesn't stay that way until the next battle. So, when you can Mega Evolve it again. And you can only Mega Evolve one Pokemon per battle. So, say you've got three Pokemon that can Mega Evolve well, all three won't mega evolve that battle. So you do have to pick and choose which ones you want to use based on who you're fighting. So um, with this gen, like I said, it was the first one on the 3DS. So they're like, hey, you know, why don't we try out this new gimmick? Well, it didn't really work well. So you couldn't really tell if you were using the 3D graphics or not. So with Gen 7, they just kind of scrapped it, So, which is fine. I didn't care about that. I didn't really use it anyway. Like I said, you couldn't even really know if you were if you flipped between 3D and 2D graphics. So 
X and Y received positive reviews from critics. Um, it should be noted that some Pokemon actually have two different uh, Mega Evolution forms based on which game you have, like, based on... Um, so there's Mega Charizard X and Mega Charizard Y. So if you have X, you cannot use the Y evolution for Charizard. And I know, let's see, uh, let's see, Mewtwo also had two Mega Evolution forms based on what game you had. So, um, yeah, like I said, the game is based out of this. So, like I said, there's one particular landmark that just kind of gives it away, and that is um, it is power. So, kind of like how with Gen 5, there was Typhle Tower. So, um, like I said, it was released to really positive reviews that developers brought to the franchise. So everything that I said that they kind of there's the winding skyward bridge and everything really just went with that and ran it with it. It actually looks more like like a console game than have the top down graphics. but they really that they had and these like i said these were really i like well received by critics and the game's story received criticism um i'll get into that in a minute i do have a little bit with the story i thought overall it was good but uh there was one glaring issue that i had with it and yeah i'll, I'll get into that in a minute so uh let's see so X and Y, it just kind of follows the same thing that it it does with the Pokemon story, where there's a there's a kid who becomes a new Pokemon trainer, and he has some friends that travel with him, uh, you know, for you know here and there. He goes takes the Pokemon Gym Challenge, Pokemon uh, League Challenge, and then in comes this evil organization that wants to just cause mass chaos. So in this game, it is Team Flare. So, uh, well, I, here, I should talk about the starters here. One trend that a lot of people had issues with with uh, previous gens is that the fire Pokemon, the fire starter, there, it is a dual type once it hits its third form. It is a fire fighting type. And they did that for three generations in a row. There was Chespin, uh, not Chespin, um, Torchic, you know, eventually becomes Blaziken, and that was a fire fighting type, you know, with, you know, mainly kick moves. And Gen 4, there was, you know, the um, Chim, is it Chimchar? Chimchar, yeah, I was blanking on the name. It eventually becomes Infernape, and that was a firefighting with mainly punching moves. Uh, 
And then with Gen 5, there was Tepig, and it eventually becomes Embor. And I think it was Embor. Um, yeah, because the second form is Pig Knight. Embor, and that is another firefighting punching moves. It you know, goes from a, bi- a quadruped to a biped. Well, with Gen 6, there is Finnegan. And it eventually evolves into a fire psychic type. So they decided to break the trend there. And I think overall people really appreciated that. I appreciated it. Because, again, you know, the same typing gets a little old after a while. So, um, then, yeah, like I said, Mega Evolution introduced. And I think the f- there's, you get a guarantee, you get two guaranteed Pokemon that will, well, no, three. Three Pokemon that, no, two Pokemon that are guaranteed to a mega evolve in the story. You eventually get a Lucario just throughout the course of the story. But once you finally reach the professor's lab, you know, his, his lab, you know, in most games, the professor's lab is in one of the first two cities you go to. Well, this one, you progress in the story a little bit. He will give you a Gen 1 starter. And this is kind of where you get the, you know, you can pick Charizard if you want to. And based on which game you have, a lot of people will pick Charizard, but I didn't always pick Charizard. I picked, um, well, he gives you the the base form, you know, uh, Charmander. I picked Squirtle. I, I mean, I did pick Charizard. I played through this game a few times, actually. And I... I think the first time I picked Squirtle, but, it, you know, in some of my playthroughs, I did pick Charizard. So, yeah, they, they do definitely want you to play with the Mega Evolution. And I, I thought it was a good game. Um, like I said, Kalos is based off of France. Um, so, yeah. Um, so my biggest issue with the story is the team. So Team Flare, you know, you you would think, oh, you know, they're all about, you know, fire. And they even look like they could, the the team is a bunch of gingers. So they are pale, red-headed people with red suits. So you would think that it would be all about fire, you know, fire, red. No. All they care about is fashion, that kind of flair. And it is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Now, their leader, Lysander, he's no joke. Now, he actually wants to use the legendaries to destroy the world and have it be reborn. And he even says, yeah, you know, Pokemon will die too. So this dude's pretty ruthless. And he actually is a really well-known public figure in the game. And you don't even realize he's the leader at first. That kind of comes about later where you figure it out. But yeah, Lysander is no joke. Team Flare, now... I don't think they're the stupidest team at this point. Like they're not the most team at this point. I, you know, we'll get into that when we get to the other games, 
but yeah, I I really didn't care if Team Flare. Could. So yeah, that's that's my biggest issue with the game. Now, if you noticed, there is no third game in the series. There originally was going to be a Z. And even the anime, you know, it goes from X and Y to X, Y, Z. But there was no, and you know, it has to do with Zygarde and all that. You do get Zygarde. I think you get Zygarde in the game. I know you get him in Gen 7, but there was no third game in the series. But Gen 6 is also where you get the Gen 3 remake. Which... I played the shit out of those two. I actually bought both games in the series. I bought Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. I had Alpha Sapphire first. And with X with with those with Gen 3, I feel like it actually is warranted to it was the first series that actually it kind of made sense to have both because the story is a little bit is different based on which game you get. So I feel like there actually was a, you know, reason to get both. And like I said, I played both of those to death and they actually do acknowledge that they're like, they say that time has passed since the original gen three. And yeah, I just what I've already talked about Gen three to death, and I love the fact that there's stuff to do after you beat the Pokemon League. There's the whole Delta episode where you go into space and meet. Uh, fuck, I'm, I'm blanking on the name. The the space Pokemon. God, why am I blanking on the name? Anyway, uh, you guys know which one I'm about. I'm sure you're probably screaming at me right now. But it's fine. I, yeah, I, I'm I screaming at you that. from the inside of my heart. Ah! Where the hell have you been? I've been, uh, You've watching... been gone this whole time. Uh, no, I've been here this whole time. I just been uh, <laughs> watching stock stuff because it's fun. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, yeah, that is bothering me. On yeah, I I can I see it in my mind. It looks like DNA. Uh, it's got different forms. Um, but you actually take them on in space. So, yeah, uh, uh, Gen 6 is when you finally get those remakes. So we've had the Gen 3 remakes. I know we will be getting the Gen 4 remakes, and it'll probably be on the Switch. So we'll see what happens. Um, And like I said in the last episode, I didn't really care black and white anime. I did watch X, Y, and X, Y, and Z in its entirety. It's probably the one that I actually did. So... I believe that is about it. So, yeah, next episode we will be talking about Gen 7, and they changed things up for that gen. So I'll be looking forward to that. I played a lot of that, too, and I have some feelings about how they introduced that gen or, or how that how they continued that gen when it came about. So... Pretty excellent. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be it'll be good. I, I did enjoy Gen 7. Um I, I loved how they changed it up a bit, but yeah, we'll get into that next episode. Totally. 
So what? Yeah, let's wrap it up. We've pro- I think we've been going on for about two hours now. Sweet, dude. So um, where where can people get a hold of you? Um, you can get a hold of me on Instagram, Does Gaming. That's it. Uh, yeah, no Twitter or anything anymore, right? No, deleted my Twitter. All right, so yep. Um, and yeah, keep your ear to the ground. Form a cast and uh, quote unquote run, run runners wherever that becomes. Yep, look forward to that. Um, so I would like to thank the Hive. I don't want to forget that. I always thank the Hive for sponsoring this podcast. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at iangold08. You can follow the show on Twitter at nintendofp and Instagram at nintendofpodcast. Um, yeah, definitely. If you're not following us on social media, definitely do that because there have been times where I, uh, well, number one, you know, it's it's always cool to see pictures about what's coming up and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Just, you know, just keep your ear to the ground for news with the show. But there have been times where I have, we've been, we put out an episode and then something comes out like a day or two after. Mm-hmm. That happened when uh, the Pokemon Snap game, the new Pokemon Snap game, finally got a release date. That literally happened either the same day or the day after yep. I put an episode out where it said to be determined or to be announced. So, yeah, if you're not following us on social media, definitely follow us on social media. And um, you can also find me at my other shows. I have Tamrielic Adventures where we talk about Elder Scrolls uh, news, and that'll be we'll have a new episode of that coming out in the next few days. Yeah, and also my show Tapes from the Waste, where I uh, talk about Fallout War with fellow Hive member KDB, mm-hmm. and we've got an episode that's been out for like a week or two. I just uh, did some recording this past week for a net an episode that's going to be coming out soon. So yeah, definitely check those out. Totally. Any any uh, last comments or, or anything you want to say? We live in exciting times. Sure do. Hold the line, fucking apes. Hold the line. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out. All right. As always, stay tuned for more Nintendo.